we have uh, Mr. Tony Hernandez, who's going to be the head coach for the Gunslingers. Mr. Hernandez, welcome to Sweep the League, sir. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Thank you very much for asking, man. Awesome, awesome. I mean, it's a very exciting times. I mean, we here in San Antonio uh, have had, you know, numerous football teams, and some have had a long, uh, a long history with us. Some have had as little as seven months, of, which was the San Antonio Commanders just recently. But we wish you and all of the Gunslingers organization the best of luck. We hope to have you guys here for a very, very long time. And by uh, your history as well, because you were a coach for the San Antonio Titans organization, you you know about winning history, obviously, because y'all won, uh, but they a title or two there with that organization. So, as San Antonio Gunslinger fans, we're excited to have you aboard, sir. We appreciate you coming on uh, for Sweep the League. Just a couple of questions that we want to do in this interview, sir. First one, best, and actually, I've got a couple of. Uh, uh, fan questions that actually they contacted me about to uh, ask you but the first one off right off the bat is uh what are the obstacles you may encounter coming from uh you know the traditional football game which was with the titans to now the arena style play where the obvious thing is going to be where it goes from you know the 100 yard field to just 50 yards so what obstacles do you feel might be the toughest that you're going to come into that's a good question because originally when i was approached you know, it was a couple of months before I, I signed on and said, yeah, let's do this. Because for the longest time, my experience has been 11-man, you know, 100-yard mm-hmm. football. And I'm not a I'm not a novice. I've sat down and watched uh, Arena. I've sat down and watched uh, up till on my age. I still remember watching the San Antonio Wings here in San Antonio oh, uh, yes, way yes. back. Yeah, a long, long time ago in uh, the high school that I grew up at, I remember standing on the sideline watching the the, the San Antonio Gunslingers from the World League, mm-hmm. uh, I, or the USFL. I remember them practicing at Thomas Jefferson on our football field, and I was intimidated because I heard Rick Neuheisel yelling at his offense, and I was that was my first experience to professional football. But to answer the question, you know, because it's a smaller field, and, you know, you're, you're looking for football players, and, and you can look at it and say, well, you know, there's definitely going to be a difference because there's no punting. There's no punting, so the, the special teams is cut a little bit there, and, it, and it's done away with. But finding the football players that can cover that much ground, you know, because normally when you have a football player that's 33, 34 years old and he plays defense, it's kind of like, listen, you're at the tail end of your of your career because you you can't cover so much ground. Well, now that football player, uh, this kind of football and this kind of a landscape, it kind of caters to them because it's like, well, look, I don't have to cover so much yes, because it's it. I'm 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 in a fight and I'm not in a cage. I'm I'm in a phone booth. So there's things that we can do, and yeah, there are going to be some obstacles, but at the end of the day. Football is football. You've got four opportunities to advance it. And if you're on defense, they've got four opportunities, and it's your job to stop them. So we're, we're aggressively looking for 25 people that can fit the mold of what we're trying to do. 
Awesome. Yeah, and that's that's a great thing, you know, especially giving the fans the idea that, you know, it's it's initially the same game because it's football, but it's very, very different from traditional football. So that was some great insight right there. And it's actually going into our next question to what you had uh, spoke of when it comes to players, because knowing the style of play is different between both types of football. As a coach, does it change your way of selecting players when it comes to the tryouts? I mean, are you looking for certain types of players now? Or like you said, now that some of these older guys don't have to cover so much field, is it kind of like, you know, when they talk about the NFL draft where you just select the best players available? Well, and I don't know if you've ever done it, but I get on Facebook once in a while and you look at your memories Mm -hmm. and – and there's sometimes that at the end of looking at the memories, I come to a, and I tell myself, you know what? The next time you say something about football, just remind people not to listen to you because you don't know what you're talking about. Because, <laughs> you know, there's guys in the NFL that you saw in college that you were like, this guy's going to be a stud. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you find out that he's like, yeah, what, what, what happened? So <laughs> what, I'm lo- what I'm looking for, and I'll be dead honest with you. One of the things that we are looking for is guys that have played and played at the secondary level. There are certain people that are already coming to these tryouts that have played arena ball. Some guys have even had looks in, in, in the Canadian Football League as well as the NFL. The caveat is where they come to us and say, well, listen, how much are you going to pay me? And my answer is not a lot. I'm going to be very forthright with you. You know, so yeah. you're not going to come over here and, so the players that we're looking for, and there's some here in the San Antonio area, we're looking at a couple of guys that have approached us from Dallas. Some kid from Philadelphia reached out to us. And we're looking for guys. And, and you know, they always, at the, end of the, at the end of the day, they'll tell you football is, is about speed and agility. And, yeah, kind of. But it's kind of like you've got to address everything. And right now, with so much going on in society, I need football players that understand you might be fast. And one of the things that I've told people for the last 19 years that I've been coaching, and, and, and it's, it, it's redundant to the players that have played for me, I don't doubt that you can play football. You just may not be able to play football for me. Why That's is that? Great why? why? Because I'm not looking for the fastest guy. And I hear people saying, what? Didn't you just say football is about speed and agility? Yes, but I'm not looking for the fastest guy. I'm not looking for the strongest guy. When I sat down with the ownership of the San Antonio Gunslingers, they asked me, are you, are you, you know, we trust that you're looking for the best guys. I'm not. I am not. I have, for 19 years, what I've learned is I don't look for the best guys. I look for the right guys. The people that understand, listen, you might be fast, but you need to understand, sometimes we're going to win a game, and you're only going to get thrown at three times. And I don't need you throwing a temper tantrum on the sideline. I don't need you. One of the things that I tell the football players is that you have permission to be emotional. You do not have permission to be a distraction. So yeah. the people that I'm looking for, the people that I'm shopping for, you don't necessarily have to be the fastest because guess what? I can help you get faster. You may not be the strongest. I can get, I can help you make I can help you get stronger. But if you have poor character, we got a problem. 
if you don't know how to handle adversity, because every time we go on the road, we're playing in a hostile area. We're dealing with referees that, that may not see it our way. It's a part of life. And I need to know that you're not going to be the type of player that throws his helmet. I need to know that you're the kind of player that's not going to get into a verbal altercation with people that have paid tickets and some of them may heckle you. So when they tell me, what are you looking for? I'm looking for football players that understand it's not just about tackling. It's not just about blocking. It's not about passing and catching. It's also about the characteristics that you have in the locker room, the demeanor that you carry on the sideline. And if they can understand that, then we're going to be fine. That's why I tell people, I don't doubt that you can play football, but you may not be able to play football for us. And you know, so, sir, that is a uh, that's an answer that we don't get a lot from. I would say professional coaches, uh, although even down to the collegiate style. Because in, even if a collegiate coach is coming after you, you're right. His first thing, ninety nine percent of the time, is you know how can you win me games? Because they know that they have to keep their job, and the only way for them to keep their job is you know to win games. Which obviously it's for everybody. I mean, every coach is like that. You've got to win games to keep your job. But what I love about what I'm hearing from you is that it's characteristic. It's the character of a player first, and well, we're, that's and we're exciting. representing the city. We're exactly. The city. I, I, I'm born. I, I was born and raised here. I was born and raised. I, I. Oh my God! And this is my city. This is my city. And and mm-hmm. the thing is, this is that uh, it's very simple. San Antonio is not a complicated city. There, we 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 we're, we're fan based. And like you said, we've had multiple programs come through San Antonio. When I sat down with the ownership, I one of the things that I told them, I said, is listen, don't overspend. Don't overspend. Keep it on a budget. If you want to stick around in San Antonio, and, and we'll get a fan base because they'll respond to winners. Mm-hmm. They'll respond. If we win, if we win, and I know how to win, we'll do fine. But we need to understand and we need to convey to these young men that are going to put on this uniform. You represent us. You represent this city. Don't act like an idiot. Just because you scored two touchdowns doesn't give you a right to be a jerk at HEB. In other words, that's what I'm saying. It's the characteristics. Because you're the most gifted player on our football team does not give you a pass to be a jerk. So if you can understand that, you want people to come see you, you want to make a little bit more money, then keep winning, keep your composure, be kind, be humble, be respectful, and see what happens. Because you'll attract what you are. You will always attract what you are. Winners attract winners. Yeah, that's exactly true. That's exactly true. And a very passionate answer from you, sir, when it comes to players, because we probably will have a lot of people listening who want to try out. And, you know, it's time when I say, you know, it's time for them to do this and say, hey, I want to try out to participate and to possibly be one of the San Antonio gunslingers and represent my city. You know, a lot of these guys may have to look in the mirror and say, you know, am I that person first? Am I the person to understand where Coach Hernandez is coming from? And if I am, then I know I can try out and definitely try to make this team because, yeah, you're right. You're representing the city of San Antonio. And as the city of San Antonio goes, 
we have, you know, our major organization, which is the San Antonio Spurs that represents yep. community. It represents, you know, everything that uh, San Antonio is. I mean, as a community, it's a it's a family style community in San Antonio. You know, we're a military uh, base USA. We've got a lot of rich tradition here. You know, you yourself, sir, graduated from Thomas Jefferson. I have family. In fact, most of my family on my dad's side uh, graduated from Jefferson. My uncle, Mike Campos, was actually a pitcher for Jefferson, and uh, he was signed by the Reds. But unfortunately, he didn't quite make it that far. He blew out his arm his senior year. But, um, you know, you're right. The tradition of San Antonio is is there. And I love what you're saying about the players, about the type of players you want. So if, you know, you've got the team coming in, you've got all the players you want, you're ready for the season to start and get going. What are the fans going to, as a fan perspective, what can they expect with this new arena football environment? Because guys like me, I was around with the uh, San Antonio Force, um, and I believe the Talons were an indoor league. I went to a few of the Force games, and it was it was a lot of fun. I loved every single minute of it. So as new fans are coming in that have not experienced arena football, is there a certain type of environment you feel that they will experience once they go into, I believe it's the Coliseum where they're going to be playing. So uh, we yeah, guys will be playing. So. Yeah, yep. it's it's and, the and, environment. And, Do you think there's a certain environment that they will be able to experience? Well, and one of the things is this, is that I'm going to encourage, and, and I've already spoken to the ownership, I want to encourage a very, very community-friendly uh, football team. In other words, I'm encouraging these young men to, to, to shake hands, to, take pictures, you know, mm-hmm. uh, be, be kind. You know, we're... we're Right now, we're looking for people that can be beacons of bright lights in a dark time that our country is. You know, and and you know what? Well, you guys are the lowly new kids on the block. We are. We are. But you know what? I don't need to wait to be here 10 seasons to finally do something. One of the things that I'm I'm working on approaching, uh, because, you know, it's... And I'm going to speak to you off the cuff. We're living right now where people are wanting to protest and protest and protest. And you know what? As an American citizen and at the age of 53, I understand you have rights to voice yourself. But one of the things that I'm going to encourage my football players is, you know what, guys, if you want, uh, how about you join me and and join me and let's go to uh, the hospital, university hospital, where the children are suffering in the cancer ward. And would you come with me? And instead of taking a knee, or, or or doing this or doing that, and speaking in this, would you go with me to Emerson Middle School? And would you help me speak to these young men? Would you help go with me to the Salvation Army? Would you go with me to the Sand Shelter and speak to somebody? So we can protest. And we can do this. Or or how about we be the fabric that unites the city of San Antonio? How about we? How about we be a voice of saying, "Hey, there's a middle ground. There's a middle ground. Why don't we endeavor? Why don't we use our our platform rather than divide? Why don't we use it as a platform to say, let's sit down, let's break bread, and let's see if we can be the person that helps heal one person, or if we can smooth out a wound. Could we do something? So, as a football coach." People, and like I told the ownership, you think you're hiring me for X's and O's. And I know them pretty well. 
Mm-hmm. But that's not that's not why I like to coach. My first love is building people. My first love is building people. See, these football players are going to come on part of this football team, and they're thinking, well, Coach Hernandez wants a championship. That's part of it. But if I can help you understand your purpose as a man, if I can help you understand your purpose as a father, as a friend, as a citizen, then I've done my part. Because you can't play football forever. Eventually, Father Time is going to win, and your body won't move the way your heart and mind says. So you're going to be a man long after you can't put on a uniform. What kind of a man will you be? What kind of a legacy will you live? So I don't, to be honest with you, the San Antonio Gunslingers, are we going to be here for two seasons, three seasons? If we do things right, God willing, this is the one that takes off. What I said to the ownership is one of the things that I've learned as a businessman is learn from other people's failures. Find out, dissect, what did they do wrong so that now that we're on the scene, we don't commit the same mistake. Learn from history. Learn from your predecessors so that we can extend and grow the San Antonio gunslingers to levels that other people didn't. We can be the little engine that could. And if we can do that, and if we can reach these young football players and say, listen, how about you go with me over here? Because they don't know it yet, but I want them to wake up at 6 in the morning on Thanksgiving Day, and I want them to serve at the Jimenez Thanksgiving meal that they have. Why? Because if there's anything that I've learned as a man, is the best leaders are servants first. The best leaders are servants first. People that don't know how to lead because they never served a damn day in their life. And I want my football players to understand, I want you to be a servant so that you can lead. Lead your family, lead your city, lead your team. But you got to learn how to serve first. I totally understand that. And that is some, that is a powerful message uh, for, you know, in light of everything that is going on. You know, I I personally am the same way, you know, I, I would always try to figure out ways to help my community out in any possible way. And I absolutely love what you're saying, coach, this, uh, this makes me feel uh, extremely proud to be supportive of the San Antonio Gunslingers even more now, knowing the passion that you have and the fire that you have to not only lead the Gunslingers into battle and, you know, towards the ultimate goal of winning a title, but also to build, you know, players' character and to show them that, you know, to basically, I guess the overall umbrella is the way I see a lot of stuff too, is you have to be humble first, humble yourself. And that'll make you a better man. That's something that my dad, you know, when he was uh, alive, he taught me the same thing. You've got to be humble. You have to be humble. And if you're humble, you're going to get to where you are because, you know, you're not, walking on water or anything like that you know serve people first give everybody the opportunity help them out do what you have to do your time will come and that's exactly the way i've lived uh my life you know thanks to my dad and uh, my mom as well so i'm hearing fantastic things already i mean this is something that i believe fans which actually a couple of fans had asked me you know 
as far as community service goes for the Gunslingers, is it going to be similar to what we've seen in other professional teams here? You've just answered that question completely. That is, uh, that's an awesome answer. I, I really am excited for everything to go on. And I've actually got one last question, sir, before we, uh, before we end the interview, we let you go. It's geared towards the high school, being that you graduated from uh, Jefferson High School. Amidst all that's going on, because now that they've canceled practices for a little while and put everything on hiatus, some of these kids may, you know, they may feel like, you know, this is, it's trying times, which it is, but it also may feel like, God, we're not going to get to this, get through this or anything. As a coach, sir, as a former high school player, what what small words, what few words could you give these high school players who are probably down and thinking, you know, is this season going to play? Because as you know, and as I know, because I, I played a few sports in high school, this is like your time to shine in high school because you may not get to the collegiate level. You may not get to the pro level. So a lot of kids, I know myself, I wasn't good enough to get any further than, you know, probably JV on high school. But my thing is, is that this is my time to shine. This is my spotlight. So if you have a few words for the uh, high schoolers out there, you know, whether it be football, basketball, anything, go into these times. What words could you give these kids to keep their heads up and motivated? And I run into them at the gym every day because I see them and, and they stand out. They stand out. They're wearing their high school shirt and, you know, they're wearing their baseball cap. They're, they're wearing their shorts and, 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 and uh, I'm the I'm the intrusive type, you know. I'm like, what school do you go to? Oh, I go here. Uh huh. What do you play? You do. Okay. Well, come here. One of the <laughs> one of the things that I tell these kids is this. You know, we're 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 the first of July, and I and I spoke to two young ladies yesterday that I just graduated from O'Connor High School, and one of them is getting prepared to go and uh, and she's signed up at a at a university in New Mexico to play volleyball. She's on a volley, volleyball scholarship. And I told her the same thing I'm going to tell the people that are listening right now. You do, you do not win district in November. You don't win. You do not. You do not win district in November. You start football in August, but, but no. You win district right now. You win district at 7 in the morning while everybody else is sleeping at 1 o'clock, and you get up. One of the things that I've always told my football players, and I tell the kids that I bump into at the gym, Find the hardest working person you see at the gym and work harder than them. Find the hardest working person in the gym and work harder than them, number one. Number two, with this COVID situation, my mother used to say this to me when she was alive. Son, what looks like a setback is always an opportunity for a comeback. And when you feel like you're going to break down, remind yourself. We're here to break through. So with all this that's going on, get in the garage, start running around the block. If you can grab some weights, do whatever it takes to stay busy. Get creative. Think out of the box. Because my mother used to always say this to me, small thinkers will always get you in big trouble. Think big. Dream big. Because you don't know who's watching we're going to have a couple of young men that are going to come try out for this arena team. And if they do it right, somebody's going to call them and say, hey, I'd like to invite you to a tryout up here in Canada. I'd like to invite you to a, to a combine or to, a, to an, or an open tryout for an NFL team. Somebody's watching. 
So what you want to do as a high schooler is this. Don't wait for the phone to ring. Let your hard work, let your determination and your discipline, that's what will make the phone ring. Awesome. Awesome. Those are very good words, sir. And, you know, that is that is true. You have to work hard. I mean, no matter what. And it's not just in sports. I mean, it's everyday life. We can take that message that you gave us right now and put it to everyday life for us, because no matter if it's sports, your job, whatever, even just a simple hobby or a project that you're working on, the harder you work, the better it turns out. And that's that's a, a fantastic, uh, amazing message from you, sir. And Mr. Hernandez, we actually here at Sweep the League uh, want the complete best for you and for the Gunslingers organization. I did have a chance to talk to uh, some of the owners uh, for another podcast that I do. And my first thing was to get you on the phone and get you on an interview as quick as possible. I'm glad I did. I can speak for a lot of the fan base as well that uh, we are all glad we did. We get to know truly uh, everything that you're looking for in the organization as well as get to know you personally. It's, it's going to be an amazing time. It's going to be an amazing season. I can't wait for the Gunslingers to get started. I appreciate you joining us uh, this morning here uh, for the Sweep the League interview. Mr. Hernandez, if, um, I'd love to invite you back on the show or a uh, live show that we do possibly. If not, we can always get together for an interview. And uh, I also hope to see you on the field, meet you in person, sir, once everything gets going. And anytime you need a platform for anything, sir, you we have your back. You have us for that. So I really, really appreciate you, sir, and look forward to meeting you in person. And thank you very, very much. We are blessed here with the league to get an interview with you. Thank you, man. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, okay? You too, sir. Real quick before you go, good luck on that 30-day challenge. I saw you had posted about it on Facebook. <laughs> it's a, yeah. You uh, described the workout, and I was sweating just reading the workout. So, <laughs> um, as, a, as, a, as a coach, my mentality is always lead by example. I can't ask of my, of my players what I don't ask of myself. Perfect. Yeah, I, I completely understand. I used to coach, too, so I completely understand. And again, you know, good luck with that 30 day challenge. I'll be kind of following you to see how it goes. And uh, I'm going to admire what you're doing, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. All right, sir. Well, I appreciate you on the uh, coming on for the interview. Again, this was uh, Sweep the League, a very special interview with Coach uh, Tony Hernandez of the San Antonio Gunslingers. Your San Antonio Gunslingers getting ready to start their season in the uh, elite indoor football organization. So, Coach Hernandez, again, thank you very much, sir. Hey, saddle up. Here we come. Thank you, man. All right, buddy.